Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast. I'm your host Aksha Chandrasekharan. YouTube has been the bedrock of creator economy in India. A new report by Oxford Economics, an independent consulting firm, says YouTube India has contributed 6800 crore rupees in 2020 to India's GDP. And YouTube is also supporting over 68 crore full-time equivalent jobs in India. As a testament to that, the number of channels earning at least rupees 1 lakh in revenue has increased by 60% as of June 2021. My guest this week, Ajay Vidyasagar, Regional Director of YouTube Asia Pacific at Google, believes the creator economy in this country has the potential to emerge as a soft power impacting economic growth, job creation, and even cultural influence. In this conversation, we talk about YouTube democratizing storytelling, opening up innovation which is no longer the bastion of urban India, why YouTube is better at paying creators and how it transformed to be the biggest edtech in the country. Thank you for listening. Let's dive right in. Ajay Vidyasagar, thank you for speaking with me on Business Line podcast this week. Hi Akshaya, thank you for having me here. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So let's talk about the past year. What are some unique trends that you observed in 2021? We are seeing in the last couple of years in 2021 in many ways was an inflection point for the rise of a whole bunch of new genres and voices on our on our already very fertile content ecosystem. Uh these I would say were driven by a by a bunch of factors. Uh science, facts and motivation was clearly one of the big new things that that really kicked in. um and then you know like i said on top of the the large learner community that we had already activated we've seen a a very very significant and continued rise of facts and knowledge based channels and you can see evidence of this with the popularity of a whole host of fact based channels uh, on our youtube short surface uh with you know a2 motivation gyani facts and a, and a bunch of those uh, creator types who actually created a community of content and a fellow community of content creators which has led to a very large community of users that is kind of fueling growth uh, across science and experiments uh, we have several examples like crazy xyz mr indian hacker uh, you know these are two really good examples who featured in our 2021 top creator list um, and and they really bring in a layer of you know goodness and knowledge Uh, of science and technology and combine that with the power of entertaining storytelling uh, which is which is really what is fueling this entire genre now on top of this uh, a whole set of new formats have emerged uh, along with this on what were already established genres like i started telling you about so comedy is i think one of the most well established genres it was probably one of the foundational vectors of content that got going on youtube and what we have seen is this is now seeing a lot of very interesting innovation on the way uh, this genre of content is is actually getting built uh, so we're seeing you know a combination of horror comedy we are seeing things like animation and sketch cam comedy techniques coming on top of you know what is popularly known as roast videos and and of course uh, incredibly impulse related short form video with comedy wrapped around it are are all another layer of of very interesting examples of what's new uh, that's kicked in in the last year 
And then what I'll say is that, you know, uh, innovation is no more something that's the bastion of our big cities. It, that is what it was till about three, four years back. But innovation is really now getting fueled from middle India and, and, and India, which is really, you know, uh, uh, beginning to become evident in, uh, in, in uh, non-urban centers, you know, on the, on, on the forefront of, of all of this is, you know, our, our, what I call the Memoji trend, uh, where people are beginning to use, uh, you know, channels like Filmemoji and Funmoji are actually great examples of how they are actually innovating and happening from a non-metro sort of a landscape. Um, two other really dear examples to me, uh, one from, from down south, actually both from down south, one uh, is, is in the last year, uh, the channel that actually crossed the 10 million subscriber landmark, uh, you know, that's a channel based out of Tamil Nadu in, in the district of Pudukote. Uh, and I actually have the fortune to spend a lot of time with them multiple times, but but the particular one that's memorable is on the on the day we actually handed over their 10 million diamond button, the village cooking channel, uh, sits with you know over 10 million subscribers from the state of Tamil Nadu in a remote district, uh, in a state of 66 million people. So think about it, one in five people or one in nearly six people are actually a subscribed leaned in user of a channel coming out of, of a very, very non-metro example. And same is the story, uh, you know, out of, out of uh, Telangana state, where we have this channel called My Village Show, which is an eight member team uh, that's really, you know, bringing in the spotlight onto lifestyle and culture that is really villages upwards and not metros downwards. And this is to us very gratifying to see that, that the real India, Mahatma Gandhi said, uh, the beauty of India really lies in our villages. And, and these are all evidence of, of storytelling of a very rich order coming into YouTube from our villages across the country. And when you think about, you know, our original purpose and our mission, uh, you know, we really wanted to ensure content creation and storytelling is democratized. And everything that I just told you as, as something that got to a lot of velocity over the year 2021 is really evidence of that. It's something that is, uh, you know, enormously inspiring and, 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 and tells us that we are on the right track and doing the right thing that's truly meaningful for society across all segments. People so often forget that YouTube is just as much a search engine as Google is. During COVID, if you need to know how to do something, you go on YouTube and find your answers. That makes a lot of sense. Same with comedy, right? It's such an escape during times of crisis. Yeah, if I may add, Akshaya, you know, this is, I think, what, what you bring up is a, is a very big part of how we think about the platform. You know, there is, uh, there's, there's a, that, that's why I think what I started out with saying, you know, entertainment and information are foundational. Uh, utilitarian, utilitarian material and how-to material has become really the, the layer on top of that. And when that, that entire thing combines, it actually becomes like a, you know, like a super library of, of content that people can dip into and actually enables them to kind of up, uplift themselves uh, in many, many ways in a never-ending manner of sorts. And that's something that's very gratifying for us to see play out uh, literally every day, every minute. YouTube is better at paying creators than any other platform because of its revenue sharing model, I believe, compared to allotted creative funds which can run out. 
So what according to you is unique about YouTube's revenue sharing model and how does it benefit creators? Yeah, thank you for that question, Akshay. So, so look, our, our model is basically uh, what we call for all practical purposes, the YouTube partner program or YPP. Uh, at the bedrock of it really is, is a majority rev share to the content owner and the content creator. Uh, you know, so any any creator who qualifies to become part of our partner program uh, actually gets 55% uh, of the revenue that's generated uh, out of their channel through advertising. Um, now, this has been pivotal to our mission of democratizing content creation. And if you go back, when we started this out more than a decade back, it came from the premise and, the, and an insight that if we need to make this a scalable, sustainable model, it needs to remunerate creators from a foundational stage. So if you think of it, uh, any creator comes to YouTube originally to find fame, to find popularity, to find a community of fans. But very quickly, that leads to a point where you need to convert that fame and the popularity into economics, into revenues that help them sustain their costs and their entire method of creation. And, and that's what actually the partner program does. Uh, we've been very, very principled about this. We've also been very keen to ensure that we are consistent about this so that we are truly rewarding good work. And, and, and rewarding creators is, is sort of central to our belief that this is actually what can stimulate a, a community of creators that continues to grow day over day, year over year. And, and I think every day we come to work, we are seeing that actually kick in. Like what you just said, uh, creators actually recognize that this is one of the reasons why the flywheel thrives and flourishes. So we're grateful for, for uh, one, being able to do this in a meaningful way. And two, uh, we are very grateful that our creator community is, is, is able to understand why this is done this way. And, and, and it's clearly coming through that they, they respect and recognize the full value of that. Now, having done that, uh, you know, seeing what has come out in, in, in this particular report that we released a few weeks back, this is actually creating the flywheel of economic value that's beginning to become very material to Indian society. Uh, having got that piece going, we are not really sitting back on our laurels. We recognize that this is a sort of an ongoing process and it's critical that we continue to bring more value uh, for our creators, for the efforts that they put in. We don't take any of this for granted. And we, we are continuously you know, innovating on, on, on the model and we wanna create multifaceted surfaces uh, for businesses uh, to get uplifted for YouTube creators to get uplifted. And we are really on the journey of creating what we call a new media enterprise uh, out of all of these creators, because they are beginning to move from being just a, you know somebody who makes a few videos for fun to actually beginning to become a new media enterprise. And, and at the heart of that, you need to have a very robust, uh, uh, always on sort of a revenue driving uh, methodology which is why we are now offering eight different ways for creators to earn revenues on top of the ads surface that, that we already, already understand so very well. 
So if you think of it, it really adds its subscriptions, its branded content, its merchandising, paid digital goods, which are all a combination of what we typically call the Web 3.0 sort of a, a surface. And then we, of course, have you know a recently announced Shorts Fund and a bunch more that uh, that the market will start seeing over the next several quarters. So if if I have to summarize this, you know, it's it's really about delivering uh, value to creators. One in terms of helping them find audiences, which is what you and I just talked about with the example of uh, the Village Cooking Channel. But on top of that when you're able to actually give them, reward them uh, with the right kind of an economic return, which we want to further enhance and, and actually sharpen and, and make it even better than what it is today, is when we believe that this flywheel really flourishes and this flywheel really keeps driving for more innovation and more uh, content and better quality of storytelling. And so that's really how we think of it. We believe it's very central to our ideology of running the business. And we, we are really very grateful that the creator community actually is beginning to see it, respect it, and, and be leaned in to it. As a follow-up to what you just said, why is it important for you to set up an alternate monetary channel? Yeah, thanks, Akshay. So, so it's, it's really important for you to understand the way the content ecosystem really works. Um, when someone creates content, there are things that happen directly on that unit of content, but there's also a bunch of things that happen sort of sort of as a multiplier around that 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 story or that storyteller in many ways. So it's critical for us to be able to help the creator community mine the full value of what's directly attributable to that 20-minute video or 40-minute video or three-minute video or one-minute video. But there is also a bunch of things that happen to the creator in terms of persona, in terms of character, in terms of you know, the cultural impact that they have with their audiences. And, and therefore, it's very critical for them to also extract value from all of that sort of a multiplier and the aura that comes from, 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 from the form of storytelling that they do. And this, for some people, becomes a more higher value paid subscriber relationship. This for some people becomes something that leads to a, a merchandise being bought because it's a it's a it's a way to demonstrate a culturally relevant moment or, or a story. For some people, it becomes you know buying some of these uh, typical web web 3.0 sort of sort of paid digital good surfaces. Uh, so it's it's really important for us to offer that palette, and it's really then for each creator type to dip into which whichever ones that lend itself to, to their craft of storytelling. And, and as a platform, our, our role is to offer a menu of such surfaces. And it's really then for them to figure out what's the right way to create uh, incremental value generating opportunities. And that's really why we are doing what we are doing and not limiting ourselves to only the ad surface. So YouTube has been in India for over 14 years. How important is the India market to YouTube? Thank you, Akshay, for that question. Um, you know, India is truly a special market for YouTube. It's the largest, it's our largest user market in the world. And, and this doesn't happen by accident. It happens through a lots of things coming together. Um, I'll start by first saying that, you know, back three years back in 2019, uh, we had over a 
over a thousand creators with a million subscribers each. And today we continue to you know, see tremendous growth <clears throat> of this very vibrant and established creator community. Um, at the end of the last year, at the end of 2021, uh, we have over 4,000 creators. That's a, that's a 4X uh, sort of a growth in that time period over the, over the last three years uh, with over a million subscribers. And that's actually growing uh, over 50% year over year. On top of that, uh, we have more than 40,000 creators who, are, who have over 1 lakh subscribers, over 100,000 subscribers. And all of these are also galloping on, on a growth number at a percentage of growth that's actually even faster uh, than the cohort that I mentioned before this. So as early adopters of video creation, uh, you know, YouTube really saw success in India. And that really has inspired a whole generation of content creators to express themselves and use the platform uh, to you know, pursue their passion and drive growth of the ecosystem and, and really become storytellers that actually have a place in the hearts of users. And it's really heartening to see that today. Uh, we have creators now representing geographies, genres, genders across all sizes and shapes flourish on our platform. Uh, we even have creators emerging from, from the deep, deep hinterlands of India. And, and like this example, we just spoke uh, uh, from, from places like Pudukotai, uh, remote places like Wayanad in Kerala, uh, deep into Punjab. People are actually talking to their community of fans through, through YouTube. And then it's, it's, it's an extraordinary privilege for us to be the connector of storytellers and users. And then we are now seeing content being created in languages like Nagaland's Chokri, Santali spoken by tribes from Jharkhand, you know, uh, Bengal, Odisha, and Kogro, the, the native languages of Tripura. Uh, the language of YouTube uh, is truly your mother tongue, right? YouTube is more local than the most local of services in any of these places. And that is something that we feel is an extraordinary signal of, of, a, of, a, of a sense of kudos that creators are giving to our platform's ability to find storytellers who are able to find their right set of audiences. And, and that's really what lends itself to the diversity of backgrounds, of stories, um, and, and, and languages that YouTube's really helping to, to kind of create and help flourish uh, in India. And this is actually in many ways, uh, you know, not something that we are, we are, uh, we don't take this lightly. We take this very seriously, but we're not very surprised about it. We are thrilled about it. We are not surprised about it. And the reason I say this is we think of, you know, India's content ecosystem. It is one of the most special uh, content markets in the planet. Uh, if you take, say, the whole of Hollywood, in a year normally makes not more than three or 400 movies. India makes five to six sets of that in the motion picture industry. We, we normally, in a normal year, clock 15 to 1600 uh, films in, in, in the country, and that's spread across Hindi, Tamil, Telugu, Kannada, Malayalam, Punjabi, so on and so forth, Bengali. All of them have such extraordinary success and scale in what they do. Same with the television industry. If you look at the TV industry, India manufactures about 100,000 hours of content in a year. Uh, it's of that if you take any of the any of the western markets and, and not for nothing is 
why India is the hottest planet in the market when it comes to content creation. And in every which way, YouTube's really doing the same on the digital uh, ecosystem. And, and we are seeing new and existing creators reaching viewers across a diverse range of topics. Uh, you know, from short form content that taps into humor, into, you know, familiar daily experiences. I, I can name so many examples. You know, one example I can give you is Tanvi Karekar, an Indian YouTuber who creates dance, fashion, and lifestyle videos. Uh, Chahat, Chahat Anand, who launched a series of 365 instant in 365 days, gives her fans, you know, quick recipes, tips on cooking techniques, and even food reviews through shots. So, you know, in many ways, YouTube's becoming a companion for, for daily existence for several, several users across the country. And it's really our creators that actually help us deliver on that promise. Uh, so this is, you know, in many ways, unique to India. Uh, and and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap the last piece of this uh, in some ways to further, you know, highlight the uniqueness and to, to connect back to your question, you know, seldom in, in markets do we see around the world, which we do see in India, is users coming to YouTube and saying, show me a two-bedroom apartment in, in Borivili in Bombay. Or, or show me a three-bedroom apartment in Nungumbakam in Chennai, and so on and so forth. And and you know normally that's behavior associated with a very text and and and, and image behavior. And the reason this is happening is YouTube. YouTube is really you know driving the extraordinarily fertile engagement through the combination of voice, video, and vernacular. And when, when we are able to deliver that promise, when we are able to actually give people a peek into a two-bedroom apartment in Ongumakum or in, in Noida or in, in Borivali, and people are able to actually see it, and from there able to actually get inspired with the place, they either like it or don't like it, and then go on to you know call someone who is the owner of the place or who's letting it out, that's a full circle, right? What else do you want when you are, uh, when you are either looking to find something or when you're looking to sell something. Uh, the, the, the connective tissue to solve that problem is really what YouTube offers. And, and in every which way, uh, back to what I said originally, being able to entertain them, being able to inform them, being able to give them utilitarian value, and being able to telling them how to learn, how to do, how to craft something new, that's really what we, what we are able to do. And that, in its fullest form, comes to life in India. That's what makes India our biggest market in the world. And in every which way, the platform is able to deliver that promise. And that's really something very gratifying. It's something that you know inspires us to wake up and come to work every day, because this is something that is very special in the journey of mainstream media uh, in, in any market, and more so in India now. I'm very interested in education, so changing tracks a little bit here. The problem we have at hand is an inability to educate children at scale at low cost. I believe innovation has to be ground up in the education space, which means we need to put the issue at the center and not technology. And I really think YouTube has the ability to spur innovation at the grassroots. Could you talk a little bit to that about how it is aiding learning and development? Sure. Thanks, Akshay, for that question. So I, I agree with you. We believe that we are already playing a very significant part to help educate, you know, uh, Indians and Indians from scale. Uh, 
But we are we believe that this is only the tip of the iceberg. Uh, the pandemic has shown us what an extraordinarily rich role YouTube plays in in, in educating uh, educating uh, students in this country in many in every which way. YouTube is the biggest edtech platform uh, in the country, for that matter, YouTube's biggest edtech platform in the world. So I would say this is the first phase of being able to demonstrate the value for someone looking to gain knowledge. Today, users are aware and are very leaned in, and then that shows in, in our overall volume of usage where education and how-to and learning content it's become a very significant part of our overall cohort of usage. And it's actually one of our fastest growing uh, surfaces uh, of, of content that actually happened during the two years of the pandemic. But we believe this is actually only foundational to what we, will, what we need to do and what we will do. There are three things we are looking to do on top of this. Uh, one is really, uh, you know, helping bring a consistent uh, methodology to academic content. Uh, the second is to bring a, a, a ability to drive all of the how-to content to making it a more formal sort of a process. Um, and then we are working on, on defining that out and then actually trying to find the right sort of partnership model to help people, bring people in scale to actually convert all of that knowledge that they get with the how-to content into something that becomes meaningful and career oriented. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to say is that, you know, we have an enormous corpus of content that is in, in languages that may not necessarily be uh, right for everyone. Uh, it, it, some may be, you know, the content that is sitting and playing out in English, some may be in Hindi, uh, but all of this could be valuable in 10, 20 Indian languages. And, and I think the, the third part of our journey is to make this more accessible and make it accessible in a manner that is easy to find, easy to engage with, and with, with no to low cost for, for the user. And when all of these three things combine, I believe that that takes us to the next level of what we want to do and will do to educate uh, children at scale. And we, have, we are hard at work on that. And, and, and we promise to, to come back and, and show you some of that work sometime in the next few quarters. Thank you, Ajay. Thank you for taking the time out and doing this. This was a great conversation. Thank you. If you like what you heard, share the link. Check out our site, thehindubusinessline.com and watch our videos on youtube.com backslash thehindubusinessline. That is youtube.com backslash thehindubusinessline. Thank you for tuning in. You'll hear more from us next time.